Hello, how the tech are you? This is our weekly tech show on Echoplex Media. We talk about tech news and science news and other stuff. We got some creepy AI news coming up on my end. I got uh, my top story is, and my only story is, developers created AI to generate police sketches. Nothing bad could possibly happen with that. Uh, HK is out on an adventure, so uh, Dave, what do you got? Hey, I'm Dave, and I'm the producer of this and uh, other shows on Echoplex Media. I have two stories, one about catfishing and another that's very personal to me. It's about Twitter's API. <laughs> Fair enough. And I assume catfishing is the online thing, not the not actually going to fish cats. That's I mean, correct. <laughs> catch catfish. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so my my one and only story for today, developers created AI to generate police sketches, and it's called Forensic Sketch AR, AI Artist. So there's no <laughs> and there's no A in the word artist. It's AI dash RTIST. Just thought that was funny, kind of dumb, but basically it's using uh, OpenAI's Dolly Dolly two. To create these sketches, it makes hyper-realistic police sketches. They, in the article that I link here, they had a uh, an example, is, yeah, um, that I assume was generated. I don't actually know, but I assume that was a sketch that was generated by this new little software tool. The idea is to cut down the time it takes to generate a police sketch because it usually takes up to three hours to create a police sketch. I assume that's a, a sketch per. Um, uh, witness because they also do composite sketches, which will take all of them together and, and try and merge them into a composite. That whole police sketch thing is a little sketchy, but we'll get into that. Anyways, um, it uses either you can either use a template or you can do a general descript, uh, description. If you use a template, it's basically to ask stuff for like gender, skin color, eyebrows, nose. I think that was the image that's um, up on the screen uh, or was up on the screen. The uh, on the side, it had that sort of stuff. So you just kind of like select, you know, each part of the face and what it should look like. And then it, it starts, and it sketches that out. Or you can just try and do a general descri- uh, description. It's very similar to how police sketch artists work. Uh, the problem is uh, a lot of critics think that the use of AI may actually worsen racial and gender bias. So Jennifer Lynch from the surveillance litigation director of the Electronic Found, uh, Frontier Foundation, so the EFF, uh, she has, I was going to summarize what she was saying, but she has a lot of great quotes on this. So the first one is, the problem is that any forensic sketch is already subject to human biases and the frailty of human memory. So, you know, somebody, a witness could very easily be biased towards a certain, particularly like ethnic group. And by the time they're ready to do a sketch with a, uh, a police sketch artist, they may forget forgotten what the person looks like. Uh, but also, so the second quote, the research has shown that humans remember faces holistically, not feature by feature. A sketch process that relies on individual feature descriptions like this AI program can result in a face that looks strikingly different from the perpetrators. And of course, that's a big problem if you end up with a different face than the person that they're looking for, especially one that looks very realistic with this all this AI spiffy stuff going on. 
Uh, and then finally, our final quote is, unfortunately, once the witness sees the composite, that image may replace in their minds uh, their hazy memory of the actual suspect. This is only exacerbated by AI-generated image that looks more real than a hand-drawn sketch. And that's one I, I've known about for a while. So basically, during the sketching process, whatever the person, the police sketch artist comes up comes up with, if he sketches stuff a little bit differently than what the uh, the person actually saw, it could actually replace what the person you know saw in their in their mind. And now they have a totally different image of the suspect and that could be a problem. So what do you think? This is a kind of a big intersection here between AI and politics and justice and all that stuff. Um, you know, I, I witness, I witness testimony is unreliable enough as it is. <clears throat> now you've got a computer program, basically, <clears throat> you know, you put in a few parameters and then it suggests to you what the person looks like. And, yeah. you know, it's, you know, it's not going to talk, you know, it, it's just going to be, it's going to, I feel like it's going to nudge people in certain directions based on, I don't know, like, where are the models of the faces coming from? Like, are they coming from crime databases? Because now maybe the AI, if it's like using it from mug shots or whatever, maybe the AI has some idea of what a criminal looks like. That might not be the best thing in the world, right? Yeah, uh, they uh, I didn't say where the the how the model was trained, what data was used to train this the Dolly two, and it, I don't know if it's a base version or or something else. But um, in the article that I linked to, they mentioned like if you put into Dolly two the one that you can do online and say like show me an image of a CEO, all of them show up. All the images that it creates are all white dudes and they're like you know well that's you know kind of annoying you know it means that people have a certain expectation of ceos but if, if the same thing sort of happens if you're saying draw me an image of a criminal and they're all brown people like that that's a big problem right or or maybe if it does show you people who are who appear to be white they look a certain way right like they have long hair or yeah they have tattoos or you know, just kind of unkempt yeah. in some way. You know what I'm saying? There's all kind. I mean, this is this is uh, this is fraught with problems. I bet there. Yeah. I bet there are problems here that we haven't even imagined yet. But my big one is that uh, the AI isn't like doesn't think it knows what a criminal looks like. I mean, that's a de- kind of a an inaccurate way to talk about it. But there's definitely right. a way in which the this this thing is going to tend to spit out like certain features, even independent of race and so i think go ahead the uh correct way to 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 point it out is the biases of the people who created the the software to begin with or trained the model come out in the results Uh, so even if those biases aren't conscious right right i just don't know because like and police sketches are you know, oftentimes they're just wrong and that's because people misremember things. And when you're talking to somebody or whatever, it's kind of hard to like, you know, get this kind of information across, but the police sketch artist is at least trained and is like, Oh, this isn't right. Is it the cheekbones? Is it the brow? Is it, you know what I'm saying? They might be asking these kinds of questions and I'm not sure that this, if you just tell this AI, no, this looks completely wrong. What's it going to do now? You know, it can't, I don't think it's going to be able to be like, well, what part is it? And 
not for nothing being able to suggest is it the jawline is it because these are you know the people that are doing the the, the sketching the 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 sketching of the um, like the the sketch artists they've done this so many times that they kind of know already like what like high probability questions are to ask when somebody's like oh the face just doesn't look right the shape of the yeah. face isn't right and they they would know oh are the the cheeks chubbier is are their face more sucked in are their eyes deeper you know they would ask these kinds of questions do their or do their eyes appear to be set you know more deeply in in their head and I'm not I'm just not sure this AI is gonna is it going to do any of that? I, I doubt that. I couldn't imagine that it will. I mean, it would take a, a text description or they have that template. So, and you don't know, like it says eyes, but like what kind of options do you have for the eyes? Right. Right. Are they too close together? Are they too far apart? You know, is, yeah. does, did it appear to you that one, you know, that one eye socket is a little higher in the person's head? Like there's all kinds of little weird yeah. things about our faces. Or in the, the, you know, from my experience with uh, stable diffusion, like, do they have a third eye? <laughs> right. <laughs> Likes oh, to add those kind of things sometimes. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see. And I think what the um, person from EFF was saying about how the the sketch doesn't look as hyper realistic as these AI yeah. models. So then, like, it allows for the the idea that there are going to be major differences in what the person actually looks like because the sketch is just usually a black and white sketch like a pencil sketch and yeah in this case i mean what if you're like a dead ringer for what the fucking ai puts out there right and you're not the you're not the person yeah or yeah i've i've noticed that uh um again i've, I've been you know to tell our audience i've been playing around with stable diffusion on my laptop i've got it installed so i can actually run stuff and run my own queries i can uh train my own model but i haven't gotten to that far that far yet but uh one of the things i've noticed is if you don't make any you don't say any specifics about what some like if you have a person in your image you're trying to, to generate uh the different models seem to have kind of like an idea of what a person looks like you know <laughs> male or female like if you put that in that 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 changes it a bit uh and you can specify the race or or locality or something like that but uh yeah if you happen to look like the person that the ai model thinks is a generic person then you've got like a problem well a lot of images out there of you (laughs) yeah yeah i i can't imagine this being a good thing I could maybe I could maybe imagine this being done in conjunction with a sketch artist. Yeah. I mean maybe somebody trained to do it might help, but um I I didn't put this in my notes because it, they had it in the article but it wasn't like the way they worded it was kind of weird, but apparently like a good number of the uh false uh convictions, yeah, false convictions of of people were based on, you know, this kind of forensic research. They didn't say specifically, or they said that the sketch artists, like even with like regular humans, not including AI, uh, like that is included, but that wasn't broken out as a separate metric. Right. So they don't really know how many were based false conviction convictions were based on uh, a bad police sketch, but you get the impression that like, 
this may not be just in general a good and scientifically sound procedure, right? Like, should we have sketch artists at all? Right. I suppose. I suppose it's all going to be in how it's used, and if the invest people investigating the crime are like aware of the problems with the sketches, right? Because yeah. people investigating the crime are like, well, this is just very general, and you know, we shouldn't be, you know, we shouldn't be leaning too hard on this. If we find somebody who looks like this sketch just walking down the street, maybe we should leave them alone because we would need, yeah. we should probably have other factors that we use to find somebody. Um, you know, you've seen ones where it looked pretty right on, like the uh, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. The sketch was real good. Yeah, it looked like him. Yeah. But I think that was because enough people had seen him. Yeah. And, but there are sketches that I don't remember any off the top of my head, but I've seen like, you know, sketch, like a sketch of somebody. And then the person was eventually, you know, caught and the sketch was just, you know, looked kind of sort of like them, but like not well enough for you to really use it. And I think, I think one of the main things with this is like, like the article said, this is like going to be a hyper-realistic view of a person and it's if somebody sees the first sketch it's gonna nudge them in the direction yeah. i think because yeah. of how realistic it looks like i don't i don't have any you know evidence for this or any you know real concrete reason to believe this i just feel like people are pretty easy to nudge especially when it comes to our memories yeah we do a whole show about the satanic panic where a lot of people's memories were nudged in a lot of um unsettling ways and uh, right right not you know not using a sketch or whatever but it's it's not it can't possibly be that dissimilar yeah and uh yeah i don't know i'm terrified of this actually yeah <laughs> this is very worrisome i've seen uh shows like i don't know there was some series i think i saw on on netflix where they just talk about all these convictions that were overturned usually with dna evidence and the whole system our whole system of just, justice is has a lot of problems to say the least DNA evidence is helping, but still it's like there, there's a lot of problems. And I have seen a, a, in that show where they showed somebody uh, they had a police sketch artist, uh, tried, you know, work with witnesses and come up with a sketch. And it turned out like that sketch matched somebody else who was vaguely similar looking, you know, but the the sketch matched him better than the actual perpetrator who they found out later, you know, uh, who it was through DNA evidence. And this guy was wrongly convicted uh, and went to jail for like a decade or something because of this, this bad evidence. There's other evidence, but the sketch was a big part of it. You know, maybe these sketches should be kind of sent the way of the polygraph. Yeah. Where, yeah, sure. You can run them. You can, you can be like, Oh, this sketch, it looks like you, but it generally, I don't even know. Like the polygraphs are inadmissible in court. And I feel like maybe these sketches should go that way where maybe the investigators can use them as a tool where if they have a bunch of other evidence on somebody to be like, well, we also have this sketch by three people. Right. Right. And maybe we should, uh, maybe we should work something out here. But, uh, you know, just like they'll, they can still ask people to have a polygraph test, but they're usually doing it in the process of, well, intimidating, <laughs> intimidating the accused generally. Right. Because they, yeah, they will yeah. call it a lie detector test. The cops will lie to you. And I think 
one of the main problems with this is that this will be a like they could be like look this is a picture of you right right the computer spit out a picture of you when people described you yeah and like that's terrifying if that person yeah if that person is not the perpetrator what do they do they plead guilty because what else are you going to do if it's a horrific crime or whatever you know your lawyers you know your lawyer's job isn't to like necessarily save the day or whatever people watch too much tv your lawyer's job is to try to like reduce your your exposure uh, even if you're even if you know even if you're not guilty you know at some point the lawyer's gonna be like look look, this is this is ridiculous but here's how it is and um, yeah i just feel like a lot of i feel like this is gonna cause a lot of people to plead out on things they didn't do um yeah hopefully this gets stopped in its tracks right hopefully Hopefully cooler mm-hmm. heads prevail. Yeah. I do want to point out that even though this tool has been created, it's not actually being used anywhere. Like no, no actual police department is using it at this moment. And hopefully it'll stay that way. And maybe other sketch artists <laughs> should be removed as well. Like I said, it should all go by way of the, the polygraph. Right. Although right. that's, that's overused still, even though it's been thoroughly debunked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they might as well be using the Scientology e-meter. Yeah, really. <laughs> Someone's exactly the same, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually. I mean, I, for fun, I was, I took a polygraph and I was able to beat it. I was able to 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 lie and have no deception yeah. detected because I knew how it worked. Yeah. And oh well, I I um. I had to take one and, and I didn't lie because it was for uh, getting um, security clearance back when I was working at a government contractor in Virginia. Uh, that was kind of a horrible experience and I probably would not have gone through it again when I had to re-up it. Uh, but yeah, I've done it. Wait, they use those. That's such a, that's such a weird thing that they would use that for security clearance because those people have to know it doesn't work. Yeah, and I did get the impression that um, they weren't really, they didn't believe it that much, if that makes sense, because the guy started asking me questions about stuff that, like, was pretty obviously just assumed everybody did, like, he was was asking about, like, downloading files, you know, like, downloading MP3s or something at the time. It was years ago, right? Uh, And, like... At the time, I wasn't doing that because I was making enough money that I was just buying my own music. It was fine, whatever. <laughs> but it was have you but, ever. Huh? But it was have you ever. It was a have you ever, not are you currently, right? Uh, I think it was both. Um, and so I told him, yeah, I used to, but I don't anymore kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it, he was obviously like grasping at straws, you know, trying to, to find anything that normal people would... Uh, do you know in the in the regular life that that wasn't so legal or something right i think it was probably used maybe not as an intimidation tool but like as as part of a process to like assess like okay is this person stupid enough to lie about this yeah which would be i I guess that would be you know if you used it as an intimidation tactic or just if people if you found somebody they're like oh they really believe this thing let's hook them up to it And then they'll tell us, they'll probably tell us the truth because they think we can tell they're lying. Um, right. 
But yeah, I mean, this isn't a show about polygraphs, but I feel like this this particular piece of technology, it stinks like the polygraph to me. Yep, I agree. It smells like the polygraph. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just glad Palantir isn't making it, I suppose. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't seem like any big name company. I don't remember it would be uh, like who it was, but it, it seemed like some small contractor type deal if they were trying to get a sketch of the person who came and saved the day and no matter what happened it just spit you out a picture of peter teal then you'd be like oh this is a palantir <laughs> program <laughs> oh that that was a good story that was a good story we should keep an eye on that that's going to be yeah i will keep an eye on, on it if anything comes up if i am aware of it this is a different source than i usually uh get is from vice not uh, uh ars technica because just because Ars Technica didn't have any major stories that jumped out at me, but this did uh, from Vice's tech section. Well, I mean, we, we, we can set up uh Google, we can set up like news alerts about this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like AI, AI, what AI sketching, or I don't know what phrasing you would use. AI. Yeah. yeah. AI sketch would be fine. I guess AI sketch artist. I'll set a couple up and we'll try to keep an eye on this. Yep. Well, I got two. They're going to be fairly quick. One's, I guess, I mean, I don't know if it's funny. Maybe funny is not the right way. One's, one's a little, little interesting. So they're calling them romance scanners in this scammers in this article, but they're catfish, right? It says, you know, this is from the register. I do like the register because they're willing to, you know, just be kind of snarky and talk a little bit of smack. And they're like, oh, don't trust your super hot military boyfriend you've never met. He doesn't exist. And it's yeah. just talking about, it's like a Valentine's day story about, um, love and romance on the internet and it's saying that hey you know this this stuff may seem you know like fun and games and that you know you might laugh at somebody who gets catfished but a lot of times the people on the other end start asking for money they'll ask for money for things yeah. like a plane ticket and then they'll never show up and that might sound like yeah. no big deal until they're doing it to 20 people how much is 20 plane yeah. tickets and so yeah <laughs> well i mean how much is one right now but yeah, 20 plane, plane tickets is like, you know, living wage, right? <laughs> For a Could year. Be. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're, if you're out there, like I, <clears throat> no problem. If you're going to, you want to date and whatever, just keep it local. Like it's best to just keep yeah. it local if you can. Like I know you hear some stories about people who met on the internet from a long ways away, but oftentimes when you hear those stories, it's because they shared a common interest. People got married in World of yeah. Warcraft or because of yeah. World of Warcraft. But there, the that's a little more safe because there was like a community around them, where people yeah. knew these people in real life who were part of this community. Whereas, yeah. like, you know, you, I don't know, I didn't even know how you would find, you know, I don't know how th these kinds of connections are made because, like, for me, if I'm like doing online uh, dating or whatever, it's grinder and it's just geofenced essentially, so yeah. I'm not really seeing anybody maybe any more than 10 miles away from me with any regularity mm -hmm. and sure people can like spoof their spoof their location and stuff but um you know it's it's just it's hard and it's easy to kind of spot that because you go what, what what part of town do you live in you find out somebody's eight miles away from where i live in south san jose you don't know exactly where they are and you know you're not asking for their address you're asking for like what neighborhood are you in you know, oh, there's a great restaurant yeah. there. Have you tried this? You know, you're making conversation, but keep it local. Keep it local. Use the use apps that are geofenced because otherwise you're going to, 
you're going to end up talking to people that you're never going to meet. In, and sure, uh, I'm assuming like, I don't know even what apps you would use to find people who are out of your area. Um, but sure, some of those people are real, but then what's the point? Yeah. Um, and just, just be careful out there, online dating. And there's you know other things to be careful of too, but the article was mostly about financial fraud and getting ripped off. Don't ever send anybody money on any of these apps for anything. True. I do want to point out, like, I think, uh, at least in my impression, like there, there's a difference between catfishing and, and the romance scam. Cause like, you know, catfishing is to me is something that's strictly like online and, uh, isn't or to my impression, it's not often actually like a scam where they're going after money or something. It's just like somebody, uh, pretending to be somebody else. Uh, right. Either they're either, either to troll or to, for their oftentimes maybe to get somebody to send them some pictures of themselves that they might not otherwise send. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. 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 Or just, you know, they're, they have an ego and, or something or have some weird thoughts about how this whole thing's going to come out. Uh, I don't know if you saw the original like documentary that cat where the term catfish came from. Like it wasn't, there was no like scam in the sense of uh, they're trying to get money or anything out of anybody. It was just somebody who, probably didn't like the way they looked and was uh, posting stuff that was, wasn't like them. Now, romance scam is on the other hand, to my impression is it's not even like an online thing. So um, I hate to bring up his name, but you know, Andrew Tate, that's one of the things he was kind of accused of doing. He was using kind of a romance scam to uh, get these women to come live with him and uh, basically do his online thing. Right. Yeah. That's, and that's uh, that's a whole other level too, because that's like an influencer thing where he was like kind of famous, yeah, and he was having yeah. you know having them um, perform on webcam sites sometimes, like that. That's a yeah. whole other thing. But he was more along the lines of romance scammers. But he wasn't like doing like most of the time. This is like send me money for a plane ticket, yep. or yeah. oh, I'm having a yeah. hard time paying my bills, you know. And we've been talking, and you know, I don't really have anybody else to turn to. Like these, these stories may sound sad, but don't send anybody money. You don't know, save that money, set that. If you're like, Oh, you know what? I really could help afford to help this person. Good. Set that 500 bucks or 800 bucks aside for when your friend down the street falls on hard times and then help your friend down the street with that money. Cause you know that, that you know, that person. Yeah. Or give it to a legitimate charity. Right. Right. But yeah, just it's it's tough out there, and so a lot of people are lonely. I imagine that this is far like far harder to do to somebody who lives in a big city than it would be to to yeah. do to somebody who lives maybe you know like in a more rural area. Or I imagine like a lot of a lot of like older people are falling victim to this because maybe their partner died, or you know they're divorcee, or they just are what they used to call a spinster. And I imagine that it's a lot of no i don't i just know that it was 1.3 billion dollars and uh don't don't get caught up in that if you're do, you, doing online dating do it locally and another piece of advice that has nothing to do with this scam if somebody if you're tra- if you're chatting with somebody and they're not willing to meet up with you within like fucking 10 days then you're wasting your time just just go on there with the intent to meet up with someone fairly soon always meet at a safe crowded place make sure like a friend knows where you're going. I mean, I don't do any of that stuff. I just go to a crowded place, you know, meet at, yeah. meet at a coffee shop where there's going to be other people and just make sure 
make sure you're, you know, doing it fairly quickly. Cause otherwise like this is how these romance scams happen. You've been chatting with this person for six months and you don't know who they are or what they are, but you, you know, somehow built an attachment to them. That's probably fake. And, uh, now they're asking you for money and you're sending it to them. So, you know, it's just like, uh, just like shop local shop for a date locally too. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it's really, really just uncomplicates things. And don't, don't, I feel sorry for the people who got scammed. So, but the advice is just do this locally and don't do endless chat with anybody. It's dumb. Don't do it. All right. Yeah. I, I got one more story and this is just, this is just dumb Twitter stuff. There's supposedly a new Twitter API that's on its way, but in the meantime, it looks like they're going to shut down their current API. And so things like if this, then that aren't going to work. Um, there's no. going to be, I guess the new plan is going to be a limited free system and a hundred, hundred dollars a month plan. And that's, you know, coming sometime eventually. And, uh, that's great because, um, I use if this, then that, um, so that I have a Twitter account where if people don't want to follow my personal antics and would like to know whenever a show gets posted, they can do that. Um, it, if this, then that it's just one of many things that uses the Twitter API, but if this, then that where I remember when it came out thinking, how cool is this? Yeah. And you know, if the other thing is, if this, then that like relies on uh, subscriptions. And if you can't, if they don't have any hooks into Twitter, it's going to hurt that company. Yeah. And, um, you know, with all these layoffs going on and whatnot, it's just, you know, that's a very small company. I'm assuming, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of people working over there at if this, then that. And so like, what if that goes away entirely or, you know, how it gets abandoned or whatever it, this is just, I don't know why this guy decided to just, he's like, Oh, the API is bad. Like why? Cause he doesn't know what he's talking about. That was one of the things that actually worked at Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I had all kinds of problems with like Patreon and the, if this, then that sometimes even YouTube and Facebook would give me problems, but the Twitter, the only time it would ever become a problem is like your, your login would eventually expire. So you'd have to go back in and re -log in. And that was the only time I ever had a problem with it. It worked great. It didn't mess up. It didn't fail. Everything worked fine. Developers know how to use the Twitter API. That's probably one of the main reasons because it was fairly static uh, mm -hmm. where there were there were upgrades but not a lot of major changes to it for a very long time and this is just a this is just bad like I, they're like they're getting rid of one of the main things that twitter is functional for and it's not just it's not just if this then that what about hootsuite and all these like social media management apps where yeah. you you have a person who instead of having to be logged into all these different tabs to do social media maybe maybe you work for the verge to do social media so you're logged into like Hootsuite or uh, some similar app. Now you have to do Twitter from the web. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, that's a kind of a cool job, I guess. And I don't, you know, I don't feel sorry for those people, but like why I don't understand like why they would do this. It just doesn't make any damn sense. I don't know. I guess that's our show. I'm just mad because now I have to like log into that account and post to it. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say because I don't I don't use Twitter all that much anymore. Um, I can still log into my Twitter account. <laughs> I don't post anything I mean, for or, now. Go ahead. Well, yeah, for now they'll probably get Last rid of the time login I tried, feature. Anyways, I don't I don't know if I have 
I haven't done it recently, so maybe I can't lock in anymore. Yeah, they just keep, I don't know. They, this is one of the, I can't, this is one of the most valuable things about Twitter was at the API. And I don't know what, I mean, sure. They, they charge, they want to charge. I don't know what the limited free option is. And then a hundred dollar a month plan. This just all sounds like you just made it up. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I guess I'll read us out this week. That's okay. Cool. Well, that's been uh, How the Tech Are You? It's our tech show. Um, we try to do it every week. Uh, and we try to put it out by Wednesday. You can find it on uh, whatever podcast app you're listening to it on right now. If you happen to have found it on our website, go onto your phone and find it on your podcast app and subscribe to it if you use such a thing. If you don't use the podcast app, I guess you could still do that, but it doesn't help us out much. Uh, wait, that's not true. Anyway, our website is echoplexmedia.com and you can watch our live shows at twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. And uh, on, while you're over at echoplexmedia.com, hit that support tab. See if there's any of the various ways that we uh, try to generate money that works for you. I especially like the swag shop. Have a great tech week.